Hey folks, this is Danny. The following conversation contained in this episode of What's Up World is of a violent and graphic nature and is not intended for younger listeners. Thank you. What's up? World. What's up, world? What's up, Danny? <clears throat> Not much, buddy. Hanging out. Heard that. Doing all right? Yeah, doing all right, man. <sighs> Had a good weekend this past yeah. weekend. I did, too. What'd you do? I went to Tennessee. Me and Pats and the boys went to Tennessee with this other group of people. You did? I went to you Tennessee. You might know them. I went to Tennessee well, this weekend with you? a group of people, too. Yeah. You may know them. You know Danny? Yeah. Danny yeah. Potter and you Patsy? Know, you know this guy named Beefy and Tamara? I do. Yeah. Yeah. We all went down there together. Together? <laughs> we all went down there together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had a real good time down there. We're going to definitely have to do it again. Yeah, spent a lot of money. Oh, my God. But it's worth it, man. We don't really, me and Tamara don't never do nothing. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, you got you to gotta have a good time. Yeah, I, I think I ate enough seafood to car kill. It was good seafood, though. Yeah. I'd, uh, and 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 after the buffet, on the way home, we went to Joe's Crab Shack, spent $240. <laughs> Now, what was the name of that first one we went to? I couldn't remember the name. Captain of it. Jim's All You Can Eat Buffet. Okay. I'll yeah. be honest, man. It wasn't what I thought it would be. Oh yeah. But uh, to sit and watch my son eat nine plates. Yeah, he put it away. Of uh, like craw- I bet he ate six or seven pounds of crawfish. Easy. Yeah, easy. He he loves that stuff. All oh, crawfish is good. Yeah. I love them. Um, and there's, <laughs> I thought their uh, clams and mussels were the bomb too. I was blown away that my boys eat that. Yeah, absolutely they amazed. They eat mussels. Cra- I mean, they love crab legs, but the the uh, you crawfish, crawfish, and the mussels. I was amazed that they ate that. Yeah, and they ate a lot of it too. Yeah. It was really good. <laughs> I was tickled to death to see them eat it. Yeah. After really I know you guys had head home because you just want a prime rib and there was nowhere that served it early. Yeah, I was wanting that prime rib bad. <laughs> uh, but we went to the uh, <clears throat> NASCAR raceway or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like a, it's basically like a carnival, and yeah. you pay one lump sum and the kids can ride all they want to. Yeah, McKenna, that's a good place. Yeah, McKenna, she listen the youngin. Her facial expressions, which you've seen how she is. Yeah, she's about, something else. She gets into it, buddy. You've yeah. seen her. She got, she rode a go-kart. She got on a – I made Tamara get a a, a bracelet and ride because I'm not much of a rider. I'm not either. Not now. Now, when I was young, but yeah. not now. Uh, and <clears throat> I made Tamara get one and so, so McKenna could ride some of the bigger rides. Yeah. And she got on that little roller coaster, buddy. And she liked it. She loved it. Really? Ta- yes, yeah, she loved it. Tamara said, "You want to do it again?" She goes, "No." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just to watch that young. Yeah. She rode a go kart by herself, and and she had a blast. Uh, we we definitely. Uh, I think we're going to go back down there here before too long. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the plan anyway. Uh, you know, well, I've been going to Pigeon Forge my whole life. I'm 42. About to be 43. I'm pretty sure I've been going since I was like super, super little. I've always enjoyed going down there. I love it down there. Yeah, me too. I don't much care for Dollywood because it's 
more just roller coasters, and I'm not a roller coaster guy. Yeah. About the extent of the roller coaster that I would get on down there is the Rampage, and that scared me when I was little. And it ain't nothing, you know. So you got loops and stuff? No, it's just like a big, round, huge boat that you get on, and you just float down this. It's like a huge, lazy river. Oh, okay. But it's got dips and stuff in it and waterfalls that, that you have to go under and everything. It's not scary at all, but... That was as far as I'd go with roller coasters. Well, that'll probably be our next adventure is to take before summer's over so the yeah. kids can get on water rides and stuff. Oh, yeah. They but, got bumper boats in there, and the Rampage is actually really fun. Yeah, I, th- I think that'll probably be the next. Uh, yeah. But what we did that made everything so much, che- which, I mean, uh, what we did that for me that made things so much cheaper was splitting that cabin like we did. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a no-brainer. That's the only way to go. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. It was you a get, huge cabin, and yeah. it was like 300 or something a piece yeah. or something like that. For the whole weekend. <clears throat> it was three stories pretty much. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. three stories pretty much. It was a huge cabin. Yeah. Real close to the pool and everything, and it was really nice. Yeah. I was but, tickled with it. That's that's a no brainer to find a, another group <clears throat> that wants to go and mm-hmm. and tag team up and I mean you know if you guys are into different things you can split up and meet back later mm-hmm. or whatever and do all that stuff. We yeah. pretty much had the same thing in mind though the whole time. Yeah, eat and be lazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> swim a little bit. Yeah, swim. <laughs> but uh, uh, the only thing that really really sucked for me and for us was the dude that hit Tamara's car. Yeah, uh, did you ever do find anything out? No, anything? we just said to heck with it. There you go. You know, Boy, I mean, that sucks. Yeah. And I heard, and I remember sitting on that couch and hearing him squalling tires. Yeah, because I said, God, this guy's out here in a four-wheel drive truck having trouble getting out of that driveway. And I almost got up and went out there and said, hey, dude, mm-hmm. you know, it's early in the morning. Yeah. And I should have. And you said it was the same color paint as what I thought yeah. the truck was. It, uh, it destroyed the door. Destroyed really? it, yeah. Oh, my God. So now we've got to try to find somebody that does body work. Shout out to those that do body work really cheap. Well, holler uh, at me. I know a really good guy up in London. Uh, we took Patsy's. She had a Maxima years ago, and a, <clears throat> a deer hit her, and uh, he done really good work on it. So uh, I can't remember his name, but I got his card upstairs. He's yeah, good. we're gonna try to do that because we don't want our insurance to go up. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know. <clears throat> But anyway, went to the what the pirate show, yeah, or whatever. pirate voyage, pirate voyage. It was, was good. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed that. That guy plays a good pirate. Yeah, whatever one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he looked like somebody from down here in Congleton Holler or somewhere. <laughs> he did. Big old beard on him. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like family to me. He definitely had the voice for it. Yeah. But yeah, we had a good time. We'll we'll have to go back or take us another trip somewhere sometime. I told Tamara, I said he'd he'd be worth it just to go down there, and not even stay, just get up real super early one morning mm-hmm. and just go there and stay all day, yeah. and then come back late at night. Well, you know that's what mom and dad does a whole lot. They just go down there and just to go to shop. They'll go to Gatlinburg Park, walk straight up and down the whole street. Then they'll park there on the strip in Pigeon Forge, walk up and down the street there, and then they'll go to the mall and eat and come home all in one day. Yeah. Now, you're wore out, I would imagine. You yeah. know, I would be. But a lot of times they go up there and 
just stay for the day. But yeah, that little park thing. If there's if they have different parks like that down there, I know. Just like you said, you know, we've been going most of our lives down there, mm-hmm. and you still haven't seen and done everything no, that they got because they they, they bring in, they bring out new things all the time, all the time. And yeah, yeah. the boys like that Wonderworks place, that upside down building there. Yeah, I've never been in there. It's real nice. Yeah, it's so, real nice. The Titanic never been place there. is real nice. I'm a dinner. I'm a dinner show guy. You know, you go well, and got eat. Plenty of them. Yeah. That now to me, the the Pirates' <clears throat> Voice was awesome, but the Hatfields and McCoys, I could watch that every day. I love it. It's well, different you, than what it was when you guys went. See, it was a long time ago. They change it up every you know ever so often. Well, yeah. The first time me and Tamara watched it was on our honeymoon, and then we uh, we took the kids down there and they changed it, uh-huh. and seems like we watched it again three times. I think. And they changed it again. Okay. Yeah, they, a lot of them dinner shows don't ever change. Like that pirate voyage yeah. we had went before. Was it the same and thing? It was exactly the same, except I don't remember the dog. The, the dog's dog. part. Yeah. I don't remember that. But it was exactly the same, which it was still good. Yeah. And uh, we've went to the comedy barn a couple times. It's the same show. Yeah. I, I, it's I, hilarious. Yeah, it's funny, but I, I didn't much care for it like I did the dinner show. But uh, yeah, man, uh, you know we'll have to go back or take another trip somewhere. Yeah, sometime. that'd be good. Well, Danny, <laughs> well, we want to uh, we want to talk about something that uh, I'm probably going to have a little bit of trouble talking about. Oh, I know I am, but I think it's important to because talk about I would it. Uh, I'd like to uh, I'd like to be locked in a room with this guy. Yeah, about a ten by ten room. Yeah, I'd pay for, money to lock uh, me in a room with him. Uh, for it probably wouldn't take long because <clears throat> no. I, I would probably and and I'm a I, I'm a soft-hearted guy, Danny, and I try to look at everything from every aspect and and I'm not a violent person or anything like that. But uh, you know, after you told me about that, I watched a YouTube video mm-hmm. and I would like to be locked up with him for about five. It wouldn't take five minutes. I, I wouldn't kill him, but I would beat him. Oh no! To the point, death's too of good. Death. Uh, this guy, for the of y'all wondering, Chad Dorman is his name. Uh, the the day before Father's Day, which was this past Saturday. <clears throat> yeah, while we were out having fun. Yeah, uh, the day before Father's Day. Yeah. Uh, killed his three sons, uh, ages three, four, and seven. Now this is in Ohio. I can't remember the exact town, but I'm sure you know everybody listening's probably heard of it or seen something about it on on social media or something other but uh, this guy killed his three sons execution style which means he shot him in the back of the head three years old four years old and seven years old and uh was it the seven year old that ran off i don't know which one it was i've got the article pulled up on my phone but i mean can you imagine I, the pro, I, th- I think he was a prosecutor that they was interviewing. And hearing about everything that happened that transpired during this situation and stuff like that was hard enough to listen to. But this prosecutor was being interviewed uh, by n- the news media, and he was explaining what he thought might be going through the little boys' heads at the time. And I broke down. I cried, you know, because I... I even for me to sit here and talk about it with you, Beefy, is so hard because yeah. I have real 
like deep seated issues with hurting a children. Yeah, a yeah, child. Yeah, me too. So this guy, <clears throat> this prosecutor, explained. He's like, you know, he lined them up, and one of them, I, I'm sure it's in this article, took off running because he knew that his daddy was going to do something. And he took off running through a field next door to this house. And his dad, Chad Dorman, took off running, rifle in hand, and hunted him down. The boy was hunkered down in this field, hiding from his daddy. And he drug that little boy back. Back, yeah. And lined him up and shot him in the back of the head. Yeah. And that prosecutor said, he said, I can only imagine the fear and the terror going through them little boys' heads as, now this is what got me, as they were being murdered. That's so bad. <clears throat> People like that, man, I don't, this this world is, uh, this world is coming to an end. That's it all, is. I mean, that's. And you know, it's things like this, Beefy, that makes me, I, I know this may sound bad because, uh, I mean, I don't know how any other way to explain it than there's such evil in this world yeah. that it has to end. It has to end at some point. Yeah. There is complete demons walking on this earth, and this man is one of them. Yeah. You know, the 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 YouTube videos that I seen the cops show up on the scene. And he's sitting there and on the porch. And he's sitting there on the front steps with the rifle r beside him. Looks like he's smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And it's got a couple, two or three places blurred out over this guy's property. That's where the bodies That's were. That's the bodies. Yeah. In his front yard. He's literally laying or sitting there on his front porch steps with the the bodies of his children. I watched uh, uh, the one. Uh, laying the, there. The one cop, Kim, um... The one police officer, you can see him walk over there and look down at the the bodies, and you, I mean, I, I focused in on that guy, and he was just in utter shock. Yeah, utter shock <clears throat> at what he was witnessing and looking at. You know, being a police officer, man, I can't even, I mean, mm. imagine having to to go, you know, to places of the things like that. There was a, a, a Horrible tragedy that happened here in the county. Horrible. Um, you know, a, uh, the, I think it was a seven-year-old and a, a five-year-old, and the seven-year-old found the his parents' gun and was playing with it and shot the five-year-old and yeah. took the five-year-old's life. just what day before yesterday? Yeah, just a couple of days ago. Yeah. And, uh, um, uh, you know, that's an accident. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but this man, uh, I'm not even going to call him a man, this demon... Um, uh, took I, I can't even fathom I can't even come up with the words to describe what this demon done to his own children Danny I love my kids and I know you do too Yeah. but I love my children more than the breath that I just took right then oh yeah and I can't imagine <clears throat> you know they make me mad you know, <laughs> all four of them. All kids you make know, their parents They mad. make me so mad that I, I want to, uh, you know, scream as hard as I can. And sometimes I do. I ain't going to lie. Well, yeah. But to hurt them intentionally. Um, it's something you can't I, process. It's not it's not something that's uh, possible for a normal human being. 
but uh, the the tragedy that happened here in the county, those that uh, that would uh, pray for that family. Oh God, uh, yeah, they need it. I can't, you know, I can't imagine what they were going to <clears throat> pray for the officers that had to go to that yes. uh, to that scene, and just like that officer and that and that body cam footage, um, I can't imagine, you know, seeing that and. You know, I th- if I ain't mistaken, all of our police officers have children, maybe except for two of them. Yeah. Two of yeah. the police officers don't have any kids. But they're around children. All you know, the time. They've got a brother or sister. Somebody's got kids. And uh, they, I, it affects them. The day that that happened, we I, I don't know which <clears throat> police officer it was, but we were going around the old high school curve, and one of them was headed that way with her lights and siren on. Oh, yeah. And McKenna was with me. I took her to the doctor. Mm-hmm. She's been having some issues with her uh, uh, bladder, UTI or something. Yeah. We haven't got the... Uh, the official word yet unless my wife did today at work while i was asleep but uh, uh, mckenna mckenna was like there was a police officer yeah and uh and i said yeah and i started explaining to her how you know police officers help people and Mm -hmm. and uh, take the bad guys to jail and all this that and the other i don't want my children to fear cops like i did yeah you know i i did i was uh I, i hated them and i feared them uh, because of the situation that I grew up in, mm-hmm. but I don't want my children. I want my children to run to them, not from them. Well, yeah, you know, if well, yeah. if ever in need, especially <clears throat> our local police officers, uh, they're the best in well, my opinion. They are. They're they're all good, and they've got a hard enough job yeah. as it is. But like you, you take these cops that showed up at Chad Darman's house, or you take these these cops that showed up at this house here locally just a couple of days ago, like you was talking about. Or you take the the police officers and the first responders and the EMTs that showed up to that little boy that was murdered years ago yeah. here in Jackson County. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. That is something that you cannot get over. Will not get over. Yeah. I took that. I was a dispatcher then, and I took that call. Oh, really? Yeah. I took See, that. That's that's bad enough. Yeah, and it, like it it haunted me. Um, for talking about this is is might it makes it hard it, to breathe. me out of breath. Yeah, it makes so it hard to breathe. Forgive me, folks, if I'm breathing into this mic. Just talking about this stuff gives me such anxiety. But I told Beefy, I said I think we need to comment on this. Yeah, at the very least. But pray for the pray for the the cops involved in all these situations because I I don't I don't know that I could. You know, I've I've been in situations before where I've had uh, that years and years ago, back when I first got into corrections, <clears throat> I was working state corrections. I worked, walked into Deerview back when uh, Tim Madden owned it. Yeah. And there's a little girl uh, got choked really severely bad, and her daddy had her up on the, the, the checkout table just uh, freaking out. And I had gotten CPR certified just two weeks before. And uh, uh, I performed CPR on that little girl and, you know, done the swiping of the mouth and stuff like that. And she came out of it, you know. That terrorized me for – still does. I still think about it, you know. So to come up – and that was nothing compared right. to what these cops has had to see, forced into seeing. Right. So – you know, I can't imagine even being able to continue with the career right. after seeing something like that. Right. It's just unbelievable. I, I, I truly, honestly <laughs> believe that those that uh, that uh, are dedicated to that position, 
I feel like God has got his hand on them, even if I they don't believe, so, yeah. even if they don't believe, even if they're atheist. Mm-hmm. I feel like that you have to have some kind of spiritual of uh, uh, anointing or a hand of God on your life to be able to do that p- position. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm like you, man. I, I still think about the, the little boy that uh, that was murdered um, here in our county a few years back. Uh, that was a very gruesome yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, when you when you're talking about law enforcement and everything they they see things that uh most of us only have nightmares about yeah and stuff so keep got, it, keep all these guys in i got prayers. a real close friend that probably was a, a police officer here for 18 20 years and uh now he works in madison county as a cop down there um but he told me um he told me the uh the very first ever thing that he ever did got called to uh, was in like the year 99, mm-hmm. maybe. 99 or year 2000, I think it was 99. There was a double murder here in the county. Uh-huh. And I knew I knew those people very well. Yeah. Uh, considered them, uh, the, the guy, he was like a brother to me. Mm-hmm. Actually, I called him Bubby. Yeah. And then the, the female that got murdered, uh, she uh, uh, was like a sister. We all grew up together. Her and my sister were best friends. Their, day, their birthdays was the day after one another. And, yeah. You know, spent my whole life knowing them, and uh, you know, we had talked about it. He'd probably been in 17, 18 years at the time, and and we were talking about it. And he said, "Yeah, it still haunts me." Oh, absolutely. What he saw that day, <clears throat> and, I, and I, all I can think of is, is uh, you know, God has to have His hand on people like that. But if I was one of them police officers in Ohio that walked up to the Chad, Do- what was his name, Dorman, Dorman, Dorman. Uh, I would have been filled with rage. I don't see how they kept their hands off of it. Um, they would have probably put me in jail. I'd probably yeah. beat him to death or shot him. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I really can't honestly say what I would do in that situation. Yeah. All I can do is think right now being, you know, sitting here in the studio and and talking about this, what I would do. Yeah. But uh, it, would, it would be hard for me not to. Me knowing the way that I am, I'd have probably lost my career that yeah, day. I would have lost and it in my mind. It would have been worth it. I don't know that I could have kept my hands off of him. You know, I think it's uh, Saint, which I'm not Catholic or anything, but I think it's Saint Math, Saint Michael that says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. I, that's what you're going back to, you know, the, uh, <clears throat> what you're saying that God has their hand on them. I believe they do, too. All law enforcement, all even corrections officers and stuff like that, you know, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will shall be called the children of God. They're doing God's work. Yeah. I believe they really are. So, you know, to be able to come upon a situation like that, whether it be the Dorman situation or any of these situations that we're talking about here in Jackson County or anywhere in the world and to keep your composure that's 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 a true testament to the to the person that they are there's uh, body camera footage of a police officer escorting Chad Dorman to the cruiser have you seen that no well you can really tell by the audio, the body cam footage of this officer that he wants a piece of him because they're walking him to the car and they pass up a couple cruisers 
and Chad Dorman's like, hey, man, can you get my wallet out of my back pocket? First, let me preface this by saying the body cam footage when the cops uh, first show up to this, Chad Dorman's sitting on the front steps of his house. They start yelling, get on the ground, get on the ground, because they see these children laying in the yard dead. They know, and the rifle laying, sitting right beside him. So he just sits there. They have to put him on the ground. <clears throat> and he's like, what? What? You know, I'm, I'm good. I'm not intoxicated. I'm good, fellas. I'm not going to hurt you. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm not under the influence of anything. I'm good. I'm good. Like nothing. Like nothing has happened, Beefy. And uh, the cop's like, what What did you do? What happened? He's like, well, can I roll over? I'm not going to hurt you, man. Let me roll over. This is kind of uncomfortable. Him talking about laying on his stomach cuffed. Just the arrogance and the carefree attitude that he had would be enough for somebody like me to put my boot through the back of his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I was fixing to say is this cop is escorting him to the cruiser. And Chad looks back at the cop and he's like, hey, man, can you get my wallet out of my back pocket? The cop looks looks at him on the body cam footage and he said, you have the right to remain silent, so effing use it. Yeah. That really, you you really can tell that that cop wants a piece of him. Yeah. And now they're coming out, finding out that he had had this plan for months. But yeah, they are saying now that he planned this months in advance, and uh, it was primarily to hurt his wife. So that makes a whole lot of sense, you know. What about? just to hurt his wife in the in the body cam footage you can hear her screaming in the background he actually shot her too yeah uh she was trying to get the rifle away from him and uh he shot her in the hand so it's just this it's incomprehensible at the amount of evil that is in that is inside that man you know they had him in a suicide smock on the news and he was sitting there crying like it's too late to cry now buddy you're yeah. damned yeah to eternal hell and you can't get there fast enough right but you know I, I, death is too good for a man for I ain't gonna call him a man but a demon a demon like yeah. that you know if, if I had anything to do with it I'd strap him to a chair and I'd fill a room full of TVs and play nothing but videos of his children and put and wallpaper the, the room in pictures of his boys and make him sit there I'd pin his eyes open yeah with bobby pins and make him sit there and watch videos of his children and just torment him to death to the point where if it's possible to drive him insane yeah and then i'd torture him i'd give him a blood transfusion to keep him alive but you know that's unfortunately the times that we live in is that it seems that there's more evil in the world than there is good i know that's not the way we just hear about the evil more because it's more for whatever reason, it's more, I don't know. Noteworthy. For noteworthy, the media. yeah. That's yeah. a good way to put it. It's more noteworthy. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't even watch the news anymore, but you can't find, for every one positive thing, which is very rare, mm-hmm. there'll be a thousand negative things. Oh, yeah. 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 And, you know, you mentioned a minute ago, uh, you might want to tell about the, the people trapped in the submarine right now. Yeah. 
Uh, I haven't. I've heard just a little bit about it, but people's making fun of these folks. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible, man. It's funny in a way because yeah. I've got a messed Weird up t- sense yeah, of I humor. Too. I do too. But at the same time, what about making fun of these people that may die? You know, uh, our good buddy from Valdosta, Valdosta or Valdosta, Valdosta Georgia, Georgia. He he uh, put something on Facebook that, that made a lot of sense. You know. And I really believe that the media is trying to uh, steer our thoughts in other directions because they're trying to, you know, keep us from thinking or, or you know, seeing what yeah. is really going on. And they do that. I really believe that. Oh, I don't absolutely. know if that's a conspiracy, uh, a conspiracist mindset of me. I just but, uh, my elbow off. I hurt my elbow. <laughs> But uh, make yeah. a lot of a little bit. I, I about hyperventilated there a minute ago. Yeah, but sometimes I think the media does. They they try to get our minds focused on other things because the agenda of oh yeah of the government stuff is yeah. is going in a certain way. And you know they're slick. Mm-hmm. They're smart. I hate to give them idiots credit, but they know how to swerve people's uh, uh, mindset. The, the uh, people are so easily manipulated. Yeah. It's unreal and pathetic. But it it, it all ties as Danny. Potter would say it ties together and it's all back in. <laughs> it'll tie it right back in to uh, uh, evil, like you said. There, you said you don't know if there's more evil than there is good. Well, I'll tell you that it is. Uh, you know, we were we were sitting at work this morning at our last break. It's five thirty. Me and a bunch of guys, yeah. and one of them got on the topic of uh, uh, people uh, like not knowing being out in like. Uh, at a different country and seeing a beautiful woman and then it ended up being a man and (laughs) you know this that and the other (laughs) and and i told him i said i said guys we're living in the days of noah Mm -hmm. and they just kind of looked at me like what is that so i explained that yeah and uh you know the, the, the evil is more prevalent now just like it was in the days of noah and I can't imagine, uh, you know, I really, like I said, th- this world is about to wind up. And I'm not saying it to scare nobody, this, that, and the other. But you couldn't even talk about that when I was a teenager. Because yeah. I would, my anxiety, I'd, I would have to leave and try to find a comedy movie or something yeah, yeah. to get my mind off of it. Yeah. Because I was so scared, <clears throat> so scared of, you know, the end, the end. And now it's like... My spirit longs for it. Yeah, and like like there, it's it's my spirit is missing mm-hmm. that to go home to be with him, and 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 I mean that's we live. I I don't even know how to even talk right now, but we are definitely living in the, the most evil time in our lives. Yeah. You know, Unfortunately. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's not getting any better. That's what, pe- and and even me, big, uh, you know, the parts of me are thinking, man, you know, it, it's going to get a little better. I mean, there may <laughs> yeah. be aspects of your life that gets a little better, yeah, but in the whole, you know, the big picture, it it's continually getting worse and worse and worse and worse, and yeah. and it's not going to get any better. And it, it's going to be sad times for people that are not prepared, that are not, you know, the, you know, things of this nature. A man, uh, you know, killing his children from the ages of seven and under, execution style, and, and is is not even a drop in the bucket 
of what's really going to start happening oh, yeah. around here, yeah. you know, around, you know, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And, and people, you're not prepared, children. You're, you are not prepared. Uh, I'm not prepared. You know, like I said, when I first, uh, you told me about this, yeah. I, I looked it up and I wanted to kill that guy. Yeah, and I'm not a I'm not a violent person, but I like you said he was sitting there on that porch with a gun sitting beside him, smoking a cigarette, acting like it was no big deal. Yeah, and I would have uh, easily lost my career if I was a cop. I would have yeah. laid in on him as soon as I seen him sitting yeah, there. Have been my last day as a yeah. cop, and then I would have been put in jail. Yeah, but that'd have been fine. Yeah. You know, throw me away. You know, lock throw away the key, lock me up. Well, if there's a good reason to go to jail, that would yeah. have been it. Yeah, yeah, really would have. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, anybody like me and you with normal. That's normal. And we're you not know, normal. We're not we? normal. That's why. I was <laughs> yeah, we are. We are so far from normal. <laughs> that and what is flipping normal, chill? What yeah. is normal? Yeah. You know, anybody that has a soul. I mean, you know, the greatest, uh, Billy Graham was considered the greatest man probably that ever lived in in our lifetime. Yeah. But I'm sure that if he was alive right now and he saw, there was probably times he wanted to clench his fist and bust somebody in the mouth for hurting a child. Nobody's perfect. But lock me up. Lock me up. Put me in a room with that dude for five minutes. Yeah, I would would not kill him. I would not kill him. But I would maim him into the point of where he would want to die. Yeah, he'd beg and plead. I I think I said this on Facebook. He'd beg and plead me to to end his life. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to take his life. But I would physically harm him. To the point of death every day. That, and, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, and that's I, good. To, to to the brink yeah. of death every yeah. day. And then just let him I come wouldn't back. even I wouldn't even give him the pleasure of putting him in a room with TVs and and and, and, and <clears throat> plastering his kids' faces all over the wall. I wouldn't even give him the pleasure. Yeah. I would think of the most vile and sickening things that that he could ever experience, and punish him with that yeah is that not horrible of me not, well i mean beefy what what are you supposed to do with a monster I, like that i mean death is too good for yeah, somebody like yeah. that that's that's their their way out of having to deal with it which you know there's the afterlife and he'll definitely split hell wide open uh you know what's so funny man and 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 i'll say this and people people will probably be like man how could you even think that at a time like this. But if that man truly repented, he could go to heaven. That's amazing, ain't it? Yeah, that that's what the love of God is. And that's and, unreal. But that I believe I believe that this man is so far gone yeah. that you know, they talk about the <laughs> reprobated mind and the mm-hmm. Bible speaks of that, that you that you basically <clears throat> get to a point to where you're so far gone that there is no forgiveness. There is yeah. no way to get out of that. Yeah. Uh and I, I really believe that that man has chosen that, and I hate to be judgmental, but, you know, we I'm a Judgy McJudgerson right now. Yeah. But I believe that guy is so far gone that Joel Osteen could go in there and probably couldn't make that man feel good. No. You know, there is, uh, of course, everybody knows I work in a prison. You do not. I do. All right. <laughs> but... Uh, that's one of the worst things that you can go to prison for. 
doing something to a child. Yeah. Now, there's different levels of it because I think I had a conversation with somebody on Facebook, I don't know, months ago about something else that happened. Some guy did something to a child. But because of the way it happened and stuff like that, that dude would be okay, unfortunately, in prison. I can't remember the, the specifics of what, what it was. All I know is I had a, a conversation on Facebook with a guy named John. Me and you both know J-O-N. Yeah. And uh, he knows who I'm talking about. I don't know if he wants me to say his last name, so I won't. But because of what transpired in this situation... This guy killed a youngin. Yeah. But he'll be all right in prison. But now this guy, <laughs> when he shows up, he, he, he'll... He's in he, trouble. He's, uh, man, I'd rather... Ooh, it, it, it's it's going to be really well. They're going to as soon, as soon as he comes in, they're going to ask him for his paperwork. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you know, yeah. as soon as they see that crap, yeah, it's, yeah, on. it's on. I don't even think that they'll give him the opportunity to check in. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. He'll he'll either go to protective custody, which is the hole, real, and or I wouldn't. I'd put him in gym pop and and let him. Well, you know, I mean, uh, he'll he'll. Uh, hmm. I don't want to say too much because I don't want can't talk about stuff like that. But uh, it'll be prison justice. Yeah. It will be. It'll be prison justice. Yeah. That's all child all child abusers, and child molesters. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, they uh they definitely get what they deserve in prison, <clears throat> that's for sure. Oh, a pedophile is the worst thing you yeah. can be in prison. Yeah. But uh this guy is you know, he's hated hated that way and you know, somebody said, Well what's he got that that smock on for and everything? They don't want him to kill himself. Yeah. Not just because they don't want a dead body on their hands in this correctional facility, but death, they know death yeah. is too good for that guy. Yeah. They don't want to give him the opportunity to unalive himself. Yeah. You know, they want him to make it to prison. Yep. They know what's happening. Anybody that works in law enforcement or a jail or a prison setting, they know what's coming for that and guy. And if it's a major case like this, that's, that's a. It's got national news. There's TVs in prison. Yeah, the, you know, all the inmates have done seen this. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, they they know it. So he's definitely. Uh, and you better believe that the big the 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 inmates in these prisons are like God. I hope he comes here. Yeah, they they uh, they they, uh, they enjoy that. Yeah, I guess it kind of makes them uh, feel uh, they kind of balance out their wrong for doing something a little right sometimes. It does sometimes, yeah. Yep. They, they do have that kind of mindset about it. Yeah. You know, don't go to prison for doing anything to a child. That's what I'm... That's, I just say don't go to prison. Live your yeah, life. Yeah, I'd rather not. Yeah, I'd rather not go there. Um, <laughs> but uh, live your life in a, in a manner that is pleasing to the public and really? to God, and you won't have to worry about those things. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, people like that, like uh, Mr. Dorman, I, uh, the the monster. Uh, he uh, his day is coming. Uh, there will be a reckoning, yeah. and he just better be glad that it's not with Beefy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, a survivor of a pedophile, a child abuser. Yeah, and uh, I've told my wife and a lot of my friends, I don't know what I would do if I was to walk in or or be in arm's length of somebody that has done something like that. Well, you know, there was a there was a guy, I can't remember the name, I should have looked it up, but I didn't think about it. 
but his son, I know you don't know who, what I'm talking about, but he was, uh, he ki- he kidnapped this man's boy. I don't remember how long he kept him for, but it was, it was a little bit. And they found out that the man that kidnapped the little boy had uh, raped him over and over and over. Well, they ended up finding the boy and reuniting him with his dad. And uh, <clears throat> everybody's probably seen the video of them, of the cops walking this guy in cuffs past this bay of phones. Uh, phones. Yeah. And the dad is standing there incognito, buddy, just just as awesome as he can be. Yeah. And he turns around and blows the side of his head off. And if I ain't mistaken, I think he got out of that. He absolutely did. He got a couple years probation. I think that he shouldn't got out even, of that. Shouldn't have got that. They should have gave him an award. It wasn't a Faces of Death. It was called Banned for TV. Something like that. It yeah. was in the it was in the nineties. This yeah. this happened back in the nineties, and I actually watched that guy do that. They they told the story, mm-hmm. and then it shows him walking by, and he's got this this smug look on his oh, face, he's got like his head tilted up, yeah, real arrogant, like like he's like he's some kind of big tough guy. Yeah, and that guy's just old, your average hillbilly with his <clears throat> with his trucker hat on. He turns yeah. around. And pops him right in the side of the head. Would look what to me looked like a high caliber pistol, probably yeah, a three fifty seven or a forty five. Like it looked like a snubby. Yeah, it was a. It was. A, it got the job done. Yeah, and that, that guy, guy was. was yeah. uh, he didn't know awesome. what hit him. No, he didn't. The he never didn't. saw it coming. But uh, yeah, that would be that would be. Uh, uh, I would gladly go to prison. I've almost got. There's a cartoon version of that scene. That yeah. specific scene. I've almost got that tattooed on me two or three times. Yeah. Because that's a hero right there. Yeah. He really is. I mean, honestly. I mean, that's the epitome of a hero. Anybody would do that. That's what you would do if you mm-hmm. had the opportunity. That's mm-hmm. what I would do. That's what any father would do. Like ever since I've 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 uh, watched uh, uh, cam footage and stuff of all this stuff that's happened with the uh, what's his name the Dor- Dorman Chad Chad Dorman. Yeah. All I've done is think about my babies. That's all, all about that's all I've done too. Yeah. I, I heard about this and. I told Patsy, I said, I'm surprised I'm looking into this as much as I am because I really have a hard time with it. And I know yeah. you do too. Yeah. But uh, a few minutes ago on this podcast, I we took a little break and I had to calm down there for a minute. But I told Patsy, I said, even though this is so horrible and evil, I think it's important to discuss, discuss yeah. and dwell on a little bit if you can uh, because it'll – It'll just make you realize just how evil this world is and how much your children need to be protected. Yeah. Our children are, are angels <clears throat> sent from heaven, man. I really believe that. I, I ask my girl all the time. She's four, and she's getting to where she can really understand conversations. And yeah. we'll be driving around or you know riding the side-by-side or just hanging <clears throat> out. And I'll look at her, and, and I'll say stuff like, uh, um, you know, what was heaven like before you came here? Yeah. Yeah. And she she'll say, uh, "What?" <laughs> and I'll 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 start talking about that. I'll be like, "You were an angel before you came to mommy and daddy. Do you remember any of heaven?" And she'll start talking about uh, uh, just what I, these things that she remembers, you know, rainbows and unicorns and all that stuff. But our babies, Danny, they're the most precious thing in our lives. Um, and no matter how old they get, uh, whether you, you, when we took our break, your dad called yeah. and no matter how old you get, you'll always be 
he could he could he could drive right along with you and look at you and say, "Do you remember heaven before you came here, Daddy?" Oh yeah, I'm still his baby. Yeah, no matter how old you get. But uh, I mean, there there's a lot at the end of this episode, and uh, it's uh, you know loving your children and protecting them and 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 being everything to them that way when they do get old and ugly like me and Danny they can look back and <laughs> and and you know really appreciate the love yeah you know that that our parents I got 18 years with my mom never yeah. knew my dad yeah but there were a lot of hard times <clears throat> and uh but, but look I at you now. I cannot hardly I can't think about the negative all I can think about are the little things when I think about my mom. And 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 I was a mommy's baby, son. Mm-hmm. Slept in the same bed with her till I was 17, and then we started sleeping on the sectional couch together. And I, our children, they, you know, every, even that demon was uh, loved by his parents in some way. I know that we live in a time where a lot of these parents, they could give one crap about their children, but this just furthers, furthers my point of living in the days of Noah. Um, it's, it's not even rare anymore to find out that people hate their kids. Yeah. You know, it's not rare anymore to find out that a man would take his three children and kill them execution style in, in his front yard. Mm. That's not even rare anymore you know we live the we're we're supposed to live in in a free country uh but it's it's becoming more and more and more and more um i'm trying to think of the greatest word that i could think of um uh incarcerated cuffed Mm -hmm. you know this country is 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 becoming more bound yeah by things then it you know the freedom is slowly slowly creeping out of our great nation absolutely and and these things are just going to get worse america um you know love your children every day man uh coddle them baby them yeah uh but teach them Mm -hmm. you know teach them um you know accidents are going to happen you know, God, yeah. God forbid that we ever go through what the, I think their names were Grays. Their last name is Gray. You know that yeah. that had the the unfortunate event of their you know children playing with a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, teach your children gun safety. Absolutely. You know, um, Absolutely. At, at the youngest age that you possibly can. You know, mm-hmm. uh, talk to them, and and you don't have to talk to them. I think a chi- a child responds more the 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 more that you treat them like an adult. Yeah. When it comes to certain aspects and mm-hmm. certain things. Um, well, when you put emphasis on something like the importance of respecting a firearm. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed or not. I brought a, a firearm with, oh, yeah. with me to Tennessee. I never go anywhere without one. And uh, there was a couple times where I was packing it through the living room of the cabin or something like that. And if you noticed, I never, I pointed it straight up. Yeah. I pointed it straight up, never touched a trigger. You know, even me knowing that there wasn't one uh, chambered. Right. You, you don't, you, you got to get in a habit of knowing or thinking that that gun could go off at, at any, any second. Yep. At any second. And then where would I be? Right. You know, I don't want to be in that situation. 
Now, <clears throat> I stepped through that living room, and they was young and sitting at the bottom of the steps playing their games, and then little McKenna was running through the house, and, and, and uh, Tamara was sitting there holding you, smallest little baby and stuff, and I thought, well, they, my family are used to guns. Mine are too. And, and my, too. my boys know to not touch one mm-hmm. at all, period. Mine do too. And I keep them all put up and stuff, you know, but still. It's our responsibility. It's your responsibility. Yeah. And whatever the situation was with this with this little baby that got killed, I don't know. I probably don't want to know how it got a hold of it, but you can't never be careful enough yeah, with firearms. Yeah. You yeah. really can't. You, you literally have to treat it like it's a a, a slow burning wick on a huge bomb. You absolutely do. And yeah. hunters hunter safety courses and stuff like that is real important. If anybody's ever interested in that, you can get up with old Stacy Faulkner on Facebook. He is an instructor. Yep. He will teach you the ins and outs of firearm safety and stuff. And uh, even I am a firearms instructor. You know, for CCW, I, I do those classes and everything. Uh, you can't never be careful enough. No, I don't think you can. You can't. Uh, but at, on the same note, you have to be ready to yeah. protect your family. Yeah. You know, uh, you just do because, just like you said, there's more evil in the world than there are good. Well, I mean, you, th- you think about this. Let's not even take <coughs> a handgun or a gun, period. Um, everybody out there that has children, if you're in the kitchen and you're cutting up an onion, mm-hmm. And you've got a three, four-year-old, five-year-old, yeah. six-year-old, seven-year-old, mm-hmm. eight-year-old, whatever. Yeah. What do you do with the knife? You put it in a place where they, it's not visibly seen. Yep. At, at, if you have to continue to use the knife and say you got to go pee. I'm yeah. just using real-life things that happen. Yeah. You're in there and you're like, crap, you're cutting up the onion, you're halfway through it I'm or whatever. Real quick. Yeah, I need to go pee real quick. And you're not going to leave that to where a child could get it. I never have. No. You know, now if my wife is standing in there with me, I have. But if I'm in there by myself and I'm uh, quote unquote babysitting while she's doing something, you know, watching the kids while she's doing laundry or whatever, I'll slide that knife somewhere and put a towel over it or do something to keep it out of sight. Out of sight. You know, right. And and more than likely, I don't know what happened with that, you know, the up here at the top of Big Hill with that child. But. Uh, more than likely, it was visible, and the child saw it and mm-hmm. picked it up. And yeah. you know, well, a, I mean, children are inherently curious about yes. things they don't know about. Yes, so very much. That may have been the case. I say may have because I don't know. Now we pulled in a parking lot. I want to say it was a Harbor Freight, mm-hmm. um, probably about a year and a half ago or something. And and my oldest wanted to stay in the car and play his game while we were in there mm-hmm. me and my me and mom and austin and mckenna yeah and kelsey i'm sure well it wasn't that long she's only seven months old yeah maybe maybe Tamara was pregnant i don't know yeah but when we got out of there um i opened up in the console i'll leave my dip sitting in there or whatever and the gun's always in one spot yep always mm-hmm. and i pulled that th- console back to get my dip and i looked and the gun was moved mm-hmm and I and immediately I turned around and I said, "What were you doing with the gun, Landon?" Yeah. And he goes, "I got scared, so I grabbed it." And son, I went off yeah. on him. 
You and, have to. And I said, uh, if you get scared, you get out of the car and run in the store. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. <clears throat> you know, we could. You could have accidentally shot yourself or somebody else, son. Yeah. So yeah. then I had to go through the whole process of gun safety with my kids again. Yeah. And sometimes you have to do that. Absolutely. Sometimes you need a refresher. Absolutely, do. you know. I need a refresher yeah. every now. Yeah, and that's then. what I'm saying. You know, we all, we all, you know, and especially when it comes to that, mm-hmm. you know. But this scum bucket, demon, piece of trash, Chad Do- Dorman. Dorman, yeah. He would be a Dorman. He'd be a door. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. people would definitely walk through him, a saloon door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what's going to happen to him when he goes to the it pen. It will. It will. But people like that. Um, it, it it five minutes, Danny. That's all yeah. I need. Five oh, I minutes. Know. I know. Five minutes. I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love. God to. help me. I, I, yeah. I just. I. It's one of them situations where when I watch that video, I don't really, think that I have felt rage like that in a long time. I haven't. I haven't. I I've not felt so much anger and hatred towards a human being. But I'm going to promise. I'm going to promise you this, America, that it's not going to get any better. No, it's it's not. not. Yeah, the 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 cases that involve things like this are going to get worse. Yeah, and the children are going to get younger. And uh, I mean, it's it wouldn't surprise me if, if instead of a school shooting, next it'd be like a some crazed idiot walking to an old folks' home. Yeah. You know, a nursery. Yeah, nursery or anything like that, man. But those things are coming, and and you've got to be. We've got to be prepared. We've got to uh, for for your Christians out here, your real <coughs> Christians, your real spiritual Christians. I'm don't. I don't claim to be anything that's uh, uh, super spiritual or whatever. This, that, and other. But we've got to be able to get to a mindset to where we look through those things Mm -hmm. and look past it to what is coming for us if we keep the faith and stay the course and race and get to the end of our race oh yeah you know i want to touch on something real quick touch it because i am i'm a gun guy and i know that there's going to be people out there that may listen to this podcast and i'm sure there's people all over the world that's heard about this situation. They need to, they need to turn their guns in, yep. Danny. I know yep. that's where you're if going. There, if there hadn't have been a gun in the house, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Yes, it would have. Yeah. It would have. Yeah. Uh, you cannot blame the guns, folks. You can't do it because a gun... Uh, I've, I had an AR-15 in here a couple of weeks ago, Beefy. Yeah. And I laid it... I propped it up back here on this wall, and it sat there until I touched it. Yeah. The gun ain't going to kill nobody. The person's going to kill somebody. And it's coming out that this Chad Dorman was uh, arrested, I think, at least twice for domestic violence against the, the same his same wife. Uh, I think his dad uh, said that he had a few demons that he had dealt with in the past and stuff like that. So where I see the failure in this is is that he may not have been properly evaluated. Right, you know, and then that can I, I I'm kind of setting myself up to for uh, a conversation with these red flag laws <clears throat> and stuff. And any, if anybody don't know what uh, anything about red flag laws, I am totally against red flag laws because beefy me as Danny Potter could you could hurt my feelings. Now this is the God's honest truth. You could just make me mad about something. Yeah, 
if these red flag laws are enacted, I can go down here to the courthouse in McKee and say, I don't think Jason Beefy Lanehart is of sound mind. I want you all to do a mental health check on him. They'll come to your house with a psychologist and evaluate you. And if they deem you unfit, they'll take every gun you got. Well, that's 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 uh, that's what happened with my friend that went through a divorce. Yeah. They it was it wasn't a red flag law, but uh, his own family mm-hmm. called him and said, "There's something wrong with him. You need to go check it out." Yeah. You know, it almost cost him visitation with his children. Yeah. Almost cost him that. Yeah, that's that's something else. Yeah. I don't understand it, but you know, you just to make to get to get off the gun thing and stuff because it's it's not what this is about. You can't blame the gun because I'm sure there was a knife in the house. Oh yeah. I'm sure there was a hammer somewhere. Well yeah. I'm sure there was a, a socket wrench or something. He had he had four fingers and two thumbs. Yeah. Well he actually had eight fingers and two thumbs. Yeah. I mean you want to do something, you'll find a way it would have been done regardless, regardless. if it was a gun or whatever. Yeah. Uh but uh again Pray for pray for the family here in Jackson County that's dealing with that bad situation. Pray for the family in in Ohio with that situation. Pray for the cops, the police officers involved in that situation because every single one of them will need it. Yeah, I sure can't will. imagine myself going going on with my career but, after uh, seeing something like that. But uh, uh, probably a huge, 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 huge chance that uh, Mr. Chad Dorman probably won't hear this. Yeah. But just in case, for some strange reason that he does, mm-hmm. I hope you get everything that you deserve. Absolutely. Everything you deserve. I hope they run through you like a parking lot on the first of the month mm-hmm. when you get in there. Yep. I hope you are made into the biggest hole in that prison. Yeah. I hope they turn you out first week. Absolutely. And you'd start talking like this. Mm-hmm. He'll definitely be holding somebody's pocket. I yeah. guarantee it. If he's able to. That's They'll be good. dragging him around, I'd say. But anyway, folks, we just want to This has been a that. very, very serious episode. Yeah. The um, things that uh, we need to think about. Um, <clears throat> like I said, it's, it's, it's just going to get worse, Danny. I hate to be a bearer of bad news. It is. But if you, if you have, if you have any happiness in your family, in your life, cherish that. Continue with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, God knows we need as much positivity as we can get in our lives in oh, the world yeah. that we live in today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, big Joe Biden, big idiot. Uh, uh, you know, he's done pissed China off. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard, go look that up. Yeah, sure has. Uh, you know, old Sleepy <clears throat> Joe. I'm a glutton for punishment. I, I pay probably too much attention I to I do too, stuff. Danny. I just can't. I mean, it's it's all because of like, I like to be prepared for whatever and might this, happen. And this idiot, because of the national news and this stupid uh, Dorman guy and this, that, and the other, I mean, this is just furthering, furthering the agenda for them to try to come and take my guns. Absolutely. You know? Any chance, any opportunity they can take, they yeah. will. But, yeah, uh, but I'm still you'll have to pry them. it from my big, fat, diabetical, cold, <laughs> dead fingers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Enjoy the little things. Yes. You know, I was sitting on cherish the Cherish your babies. Cherish them. Cherish or cherish. cherish. 
uh, cherish, cherish the love. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, ch- uh, cherish uh, your family, cherish uh, or cherish um, everything that you have that is positive in your life. Because uh, um, if you're a non-believer and, and you know, um, of course, I'm going to always revert back to biblical things. Um, but if uh, if God's dealing with you, man, talk to him. Uh, I promise you that that doesn't mean that your life's going to be all roses and hunky-dory for the rest of your life, but at least you'll have a friend that the Bible says sticks closer than a brother. Um, you can you can talk to him, and I talk to him just like I do you guys, and that's the truth. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, all of our podcast listeners, I talk to I talk to my God the same way I talk to you. Sometimes I'll be like, "Are you crazy, man? Why are you doing this? Yeah. You know, why are you letting these things happen?" Mm-hmm. And I, that was the question that I had in my mind when all this stuff. I was like, "God, why are you la- allowing this crap?" Yeah. And then all of a sudden, man, I just he shows me, and, I, and he's like. All these things have got to come to pass yeah. before I come. Yeah. Before I come back. I used to ask myself the same question. I'm like, well, if you're, I hate to repeat what I said or thought, but I was like, well, why are you God letting this happen? Right. If you're a just God, why are you letting this evil that's, come that's about? The whole, that's the whole thing about just. Yeah. Uh, there's a scripture that says that He'll let it rain. Mm-hmm. On the just and the unjust. Yeah. And if you look at it just simple terms, rain, it's been raining for the past three days. It's going to yeah. rain all week. Yeah, yeah. So my garden is getting the same rain that the atheist garden's getting. Yeah. That's and his garden, his garden may be producing more than mine, too. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean nothing because God said he'd let it rain, whether it's blessings, whether it's poverty, whether it's... A depression, whether it's joy, whether it's uh, anything of fulfillment that's positive, yeah. as long, uh, and along with the negative, he gives it to all. Yeah. And but that still don't stop me from questioning and being like, God, what? Why? Yeah. Why are you doing it's this? It's human right? nature to yeah. get aggravated and upset. But and we're stuff, we're but... made in His image and His likeness, Danny. That's the word. Yeah. And. If you don't know him, man, you better get to know him. And I'm talking to you guys. If you don't know him, and I'm talking about really knowing him, not just, well, I go to church on Sundays, you man. Uh, you know, five-card poker on Saturday night, church on Sunday morning. No. I'm talking about really knowing who he is, mm-hmm. letting him affect <laughs> your life, um, you know, letting God infect you with him. You know, yeah. instead of COVID-19, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. Jesus uh, infinity, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know. But uh, you're going to have to have him. Uh, you're going to have to have him in the world that we live in because it's not going to get any better. You're going to hear things that's going to make you feel full of rage, hate, anger, uh, depression, um, happiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, all the things that NyQuil, <laughs> that NyQuil, you know. Uh, stuffy head medicine. Yeah, yeah stuffy head medicine. Uh, but, uh, folks, uh, be ready because... Uh, I mean, it's just going to get worse. Absolutely, and this, and especially if the media has anything to say or do with it, they're just going to. I'm going to tell you right depress now, you to the point of uh, suicidal thoughts. Don't believe the media. Don't. I mean, uh, if it's a story like this, yeah, obviously it's true, but don't don't be a sheep. Don't just follow the the crowd, and don't believe everything you hear on on the internet because it's more than likely a lie. Yeah, at least eighty seven percent. Yeah, eighty-seven percent. Yeah, that's probably right. Or more. Yeah, 
but, but uh, uh, I mean, these are things. These are things to think about. Um, you know, God be with those families. God be with the uh, uh, first responders, police officers uh, that's had to witness. You know, they had to perform life-saving measures on these children, even though even down here in, in San Gap yeah. or wherever that was, them knowing that yeah. they would no hope. Yeah. I mean, it's policy yeah. for any law enforcement officer, EMT, whatever, to at least try. Yeah. Imagine that. I don't want to. I don't want to either. But uh, just be in prayer for those people. Yeah. Um, that's all I got, beefy. Yeah, me too, buddy. <clears throat> and that's what's up, world. From the words of Whistle Stop Express, we love our community and appreciate all of our wonderful customers. So check out Whistle Stop Express in Sand Gap, Kentucky. Their hours are Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m., Saturday and Sunday from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. They have gas, diesel, propane tanks, and propane tank exchanges, automotive products, hydraulic fluid, a line of livestock feed, and pride dog food. They also have tobacco products. If you need a Notary Republic, they have them there at the Whistle Stop. They have a full breakfast, lunch, and dinner menu served all day. They carry postage stamps and a lot more. So if you're needing anything from the Whistle Stop Express, please give them a call at 965-7613. Again, that's Whistle Stop Express, beautiful Sand Gap, Kentucky. Give them a call at 965-7613.